Coronavirus is sweeping the nation and forcing many of us small business owners to have to work from home. I know there's a lot of pressure on you. However, I'm here to help. Let me help you close the communication gap with the right tools to leverage and help your teams ensure that they're sharing institutional knowledge and keeping business running. Give me a, an email, chris at highlevelwisdom.com, and let's talk about how I can help you pick the right communication tool, listen to the challenges that you're dealing with, and then help your teams get set up right now so that you can work remote effectively. Again, I can be reached at chris at highlevelwisdom.com. I look forward to serving you and your teams, ensure that you guys are being effective during this time. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode. This is a special edition of High Level Wisdom for New Generation Leaders. I'm your host, Chris Williams. This is part four of our five day special edition podcast where we are working through this um, uncertain time, this um, an easy time. If you're a business owner listening to the show, first of all, thank you for anyone, no matter what role you might have in your place of uh, work in your career. Thank you for however you found us, whether it was through uh, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at High Level Wisdom, or maybe you heard of us through a friend. Maybe you heard of us through someone that you work with, or maybe you saw somebody listening on our website. However you got here, we want to say thank you for if this is your first time. If you're repeating, it's probably because you heard about uh, last uh, episode, which was Essential You, and this episode before that, Social Capital, and the episode before that, which was Evolve. And some of you might be brand new and going, what the heck is this? Well, this week I decided in order to really add some real value, I realized that um, many of us are having remote workers. And we weren't kind of used to that. We were kind of used to going to the office and this unprecedented time during COVID-19 has totally changed the landscape of how we get to do business. And so what I thought about was some people will look at this time as kind of um, a, a, a difficult uh, moment and it's kind of a, a catastrophic moment. Some of you as executives and as leaders will see this as a, a great opportunity to make some real changes to the community in which you uh, work in every single day, that being your business or your team or inside of your organization. And so what I wanted to do was provide you something that you can leverage right now to make the shifts inside of the culture of your company that you can open up and create a culture that values sharing. So if you haven't heard the first four episodes, please go back, listen to them. Uh, they're attached to uh, uh, this podcast. You'll be able to hear that. You want to make sure that you go check that out because today what we're doing is we're taking the last three days and we're putting them into a, a really simple premise, which is new values. And so when we talk about new values, it's kind of simple that we got to first talk about value, right? Everyone knows that um, what you value is really what gets most of your time. So when you think about going from uh, creating a sense of awareness, we talked about on Monday with Evolve, um, then starting to deepen the level of relationships within your organization, you as a leader to all of those around you, that's social capital. And in order to be able to do that, you have to do some vulnerability and share some of that. You have to be willing to exercise that in front of people. That's essential you. And today what we got to do is throughout the last three kind of phases, you've probably started to come across some new things around the culture, some new areas that you want to start to engage in. And what that means is you've now started to create new values. And so it's important that during this phase, we become a real asset 
and resourceful in the new ways and the new culture and not just take from it, not just expect other people to do it, but we're contributing on a consistent basis and keeping the message alive. Now, what it comes down to is a real question that we should be all asking ourselves, which shows up in our actions, which shows up in what we deliver. And the question is, what do you value? Or the question, the real question should be, why do you value? Right? So it's about why. Why do you value that thing other than this? Right? Why would you choose as you've made these shifts inside of the culture of your organization to to want to value this new thing and not necessarily the way you used to do it? See, why is a powerful question. And the better we can understand why, the better we can communicate it. And it's easier for other people to digest. See, there are some things and some people, which is it's fair, right? We have all these different things that we value, our, our job, our kids, our cars, our spirituality. Um, some people, you know, traveling, clothes, shoes, um, certain television series, right? The point is, all of us value something in life. And when we value it, here's two things that we do a lot of. We protect it and we invest in it. I want to say that again. When you think about why you value something and you understand that there's two things that we do with what what we value. And when we understand why we protect it and we invest in it. A clear example is your family. You value your family. You value your spouse. You value your children. So when you value those and you have your own reasons as to why you protect and you invest And so that type of concept, we got to now take into this fourth phase of truly being able to change the culture in our organization. When we start to look at why we are going to value the new things that you have come up with throughout this process, you've got to communicate that. But then you've got to start putting things in place so that you're protecting and investing what you're choosing to now value. Now, It's pretty interesting when you start to break this down, even personally, um, you start to recognize that when you change what you value, um, that can create some challenges. So, for example, um, I have personally lost uh, 54 pounds and counting since April of 2019 uh, up until today that you were listening to the show. Now, before you clap for me, there was a couple of things that I kind of had to be aware of while I was in the process. Once I made a decision to even use this process, right, to make a change for myself. So I had to become aware, right, that, hey, Chris, you need to change. And I had to come up with a why I needed to change. What were the gaps? Right. Uh, Well, the gap was I'm 54 pounds heavier uh, and I want to change that. I don't like the way I look. And I can't move the way I want it to. I can't work out the way I want it to or uh, to the best of my ability. Uh, I'm tired all the time. Right. Or whatever, you know, whatever is going on. And so that was my sense of awareness. And then what I had to do was change the relationships around me, social capital to 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 help me make that a reality that I could start the journey to actually losing weight. And so what did I do instead of just going to my local gym? Because as we all may know, The amount of money that you put into a local gym versus the amount of times that you go, if you're not really serious, eh, probably doesn't add up. So what did I do? I chose to change my social capital and deepen my relationships with a real personal trainer. So I hired a personal trainer. My personal trainer kicks my butt and he really does that. But what was I willing to do? I was willing to be vulnerable in front of my trainer. 
That's essential you. I brought my authentic self every single day. I was honest with him. I was willing to tell him the truth about what I ate the day before. And he was willing to tell me the truth about what needed to change uh, in order to have some version of success. And then what did that do? I had to start using and leveraging this new value that if I valued uh, cheeseburgers before and late night eating, I can no longer do that. Right. I had to value things like mangoes, uh, more vegetables, water, um, a multivitamin, right? Like I had to change the value and I had to know why my, why was because I wanted to lose weight. My original goal honestly was to lose, uh, to get down to 200 pounds. That was my original goal. I hit that in November of 2019. And then I told him I really wanted to, uh, shape up. I really wanted to lean out, but I wanted to, to look, uh, really good. And he gave me another challenge. He said, well, then I need you to get down to 185. And I will tell you, this has been the hardest journey, but you know what? I value his uh, expertise. I value um, now these new things that have happened in my life that I can work out uh, longer. My recovery is better. Uh, my wife looks at me different, right? All these different things. Um, but now I have some places that are that are va more valuable and I have a why attached to them. So therefore, I continue to protect and invest in those things. So you can kind of see how this journey can work in any situation. I'm just giving you my personal story. And now we can apply this to our work. We can apply this to our teams. We can apply this globally across our organization. So here's the deal. I seriously believe that there are some things um, about our old values that, you know, you do need to kind of forget, you know, um, you know, some people say, hey, don't ever forget where you are. And I, to some degree, that's true. You don't want to forget because you want to you want to be humble, uh, even in your success. Right. But there's some things about what you used to value, your old value system that you should absolutely forget. You know, like I said, if I valued, you know, cheeseburgers, hot dogs and eating late at night and uh, my sweet tooth, then um, I probably should let that go. I should probably let go of that value system and 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 get into a space where I'm starting to value uh, cutting those things out of my out of my daily diet and 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 making better, smarter choices. Right. So um, just the same thing in, in your office and in, in your executive team, you need to start thinking about, OK, where do we probably need to uh, make some changes to what we value? But make sure we're communicating why drastic change doesn't always stick because uh, one is drastic and then there's no why attached to it. And we didn't communicate well throughout the organization why we made that change. Right. Sometimes it's about strategic uh, change and strategic change means that if we're going to make some shifts in our value systems during this kind of uh, down season that feels a little bit more chaotic, what we're going to do is then we're going to actually invest in some new things, but we're going to protect them and we're going to kind of share why are we headed this way? What is this going to enable every individual in this uh, organization to be able to do? So that's the reason why investing is so, so important, but we've got to communicate uh, what we're investing in. So all this really means is, is that, you know, we've got to invest in these new values that support where we're going. And so let me give you kind of three things that you want to pay attention to as far as, um, you know, how to handle these moments and how to ensure that you are really, really maximizing uh, this time right now. So I'm going to give you an example. Uh, 
of how this works and you're going to kind of learn a little bit more. So first and foremost, the first thing you want to do is you want to evaluate what's important in your new space. This is like a critical step. You want to evaluate what's important in this new space. Why is it important? And what can we do to effectively communicate these important items that are going to con- you know, continue beyond just this, this time that we're making this uh, cultural shift? Right. So we want to make sure that we're, we're we're very clear about those and have that honest conversation as well. Um, it's not so much about, uh, you know, knowing everything because there's going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be places and things that you're not going to completely be able to uh, to make change with. But I will tell you this. The one thing you want to do is just make sure that you understand What's important at this time now that we should hyper focus on? The second thing I want to say to that is, is that if you know what's important right now in this new space and these new values, then that also means you need to make regular deposits in that space. Initiatives die inside of corporations day after day because we don't take the time to ensure ensure that everyone is investing inside of that initiative to make it a permanent mark of the culture of the organization that we represent. So when I say make regular deposits, that means maybe at the next uh, team meeting, you bring up the value. Maybe you have exercises that people can try. Maybe you're asking questions that uh, are thought provoking. Sometimes the best thing you can uh, master as a leader is um, learning how to ask better questions. This is something that I talk to people about all the time of learning how to ask the better question. And if you're asking questions that are geared towards your new values, it causes everyone to think. Plus, you want to have action oriented things that align to um, this new these new values that you're that you're looking to make permanent as a part of your organization. That's what I mean by when I say regular deposits. It's making the consistent, hard, mental effort to ensure that we are making regular deposits um, into these new values. Last but not least, this is a this is a big critical one that um, I probably will have to do an entire separate conversation around because I think it's 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 a critical element um, to to any any version of transformation that you're going to go through. Value has um, meaning, but it has meaning to two different audiences. Let me kind of break this down to really give you some context. You have to understand and learn what, what value means to the person that you're trying to express it to. In other words, you have to master as a leader, as a manager, as somebody who leads a team of people, you have to master learning translated value. Let me give you an example. If I come up with a product and I think my product is great and I think it's awesome and I think it solves a problem, I think it gives uh, uh, an uplift to people who use it, well, I have to be able to find a way to communicate that. And so maybe I do a pitch and I show you my little you know, fedangled new widget And my widget does this. And I tell you about all the things that my widget can do. And then I show you that my widget does that. Well, if I'm talking to a potential customer and I'm asking them to buy my product, 
there's a version that I am telling my cust- my potential customer, but then there's a version that they're receiving in, in a way that they are interpreting and internalizing what it is that I'm sharing with them. That, ladies and gentlemen, is translated value. There's a version of the value that I am sharing. There's another version of the value that the person on the other end is internalizing that in order for it to make sense to them. So what I'm saying is, what is the value to your customer or to those that are important to you? So when you think about making this shift in this culture, when you think about these new values, you've got to think about, okay, we as an executive team can come up with the greatest, um, you know, email to send out to the organization about why we're going this route and what shifts we're making uh, in our in, in the way we value things. Maybe our new value is we're going to truly value on on our internal teammates. Right. But there's a version by which those who are receiving that are going to internalize that. So what does that mean? Let's go back to what I talked about earlier. If you're not protecting and investing in that, they may receive your new value as, well, I don't see it because I feel like I'm being crushed. I feel like I'm not being listened to. I feel like every idea I bring to the table is never heard. No one ever calls me back. I send up emails for questions and I get 10 back. Um, Hopefully this is starting to make sense. But when we talk about translated value, you want to be mindful of if we're going to make a cultural shift in the organization. We got to be very, very crystal clear that whatever we communicate, do we have the things in place that support what we're saying? And then you have to wait. You have to give people time to marinate and listen and let let it germinate in their minds of what it is that you're actually telling them. And then you have to be open to how that value translated to the individuals. This can be very, very difficult because if you do this in a vacuum with your with your management team and think, well, we got it all figured out. People should just be willing to do this because this sounds exciting. You're wrong. That's not how you change culture. You change culture by involving the people who are going to be part of uh, that culture day in and day out, including you. You have to give people time to for it to make sense to them. And then you got to be willing to listen to how they translated that for themselves and what is the internal messaging that they're receiving. So you got to think about that very, very carefully. Learning translated value is probably one of the biggest keys to any initiative, any transformation, any product experience, anything that you do. You have to listen to your customer to find out, well, how did they translate what I just said? How are they taking in what I just gave them? What are they doing with it? How were they uh, using the information that we just shared? By the way, we see this around us all the time. Apple drops a new product and they show all these commercials about how it works with your everyday life. And then all of a sudden you start to see hashtags on social media or you see people posting about another way that they interpret that particular product or that particular service. Right. That's called translated value. And sometimes it's positive and sometimes it can be negative. If it's negative, it's okay. All that means is that's valuable feedback for you to find out maybe you had a communication error. Maybe there was a gap in the way that you shared the information, whatever it is, right? But you got to be open to it. So this, this stage four is important because if you, if you, if you, if you drop the ball on 
communicating and protecting and investing in these new values and evaluating what's important and sharing the why and making regular deposits, it's hard to do the next step, which is commit. Now, we're going to talk about commitment in in the next episode of this special edition, but it's not going to be really what you think. So um, I hope that you found this valuable. I hope that you found this helpful. Let's do this. I would love for this conversation to continue um, on all of our platforms. So share a comment. Um, make sure that if you're listening to this on podcast, give us a thumbs up, leave a comment for us to share with someone. This helps with our rankings. And when you leave a comment, people more get this becomes more visible and more people find out about us because of your engagement. Or you can join us on social media. Talk about this. Share about this on social media. Tell us what you got out of uh, what we were sharing today. And so I want to say thank you. I appreciate you being able to be on the show and listening today, no matter what it is that you're doing. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I hope that you all stay safe during the season. We appreciate you and all that you bring to the world of business and to those around you. Go out there, make some new value. And until we talk again, I hope that whatever you do, you do it at a high level. Take care. Have a great day. And I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, listen, do not forget that March 31st, right here on High Level Wisdom for New Generation Leaders, we are having a webinar, The Cost of Not Sharing. You do not want to miss this if you're a leader, if you're a manager, if you're the CEO, executive, or a company. You do not want to miss this. It's going down March 31st, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you want more information, please go to our website, www.highlevelwisdom.com. Make sure that you register for this webinar. It is going to be an awesome webinar to understand what it means to create a sharing culture, some of the impacts of not sharing, and what you can do in order to improve the culture at your company. March 31st, 1130 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please pre-register at our website today. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.